Hello and welcome. My name is Malia Turner, host of DEI is Epic. As a global leader in legal services here at Epic, we know that diverse companies lead the way in innovation. Each episode, we'll be diving into various topics with our top leaders and our best-in-class employees, tackling how we all can make our workplaces more diverse, equitable, and inclusive. In honor of National Coming Out Day in the United States, we spoke with members of our Epic Pride Employee Resource Group to ask them what pride means to them. First, we'll hear from Sue, Epic Pride's events director. So, what does pride mean to me? That's a good question. My answer isn't quite a story, though it does include a couple of anecdotes. Fundamentally, for me, pride means community. It means belonging, being part of a chosen family, having a chosen family, But at the same time, maybe paradoxically, it means something about being able to be specific and unique at the same time. When I was a young graduate, I moved to New York City, started working in a law firm. And of course, the New York Pride Parade is really big, really long. Lots of people watching, lots of people participating. It takes a lot of time. And there was a lot about it that really excited and moved me. But what really struck me, maybe most of all, was the specificity of different groups marching. You'd have a group of specific people from a very specific location, maybe a different, maybe a specific ethnicity, a specific orientation with a specific interest. And that was just kind of, that blew my mind because it was sort of every, everybody has found a group where they really belong. So as a teenager, I was quite lonely, quite isolated. I guess in that sort of categorization in the parade, I would have been in a group of bi or pan British Canadian Miami Vice fans in suburban Toronto. That's really a mouthful. I didn't meet any other people like that. People like me, I was very much that by myself as a child. So the idea that maybe there was a group of people like that or that there were grownups in the world who had groups of people who were interested in the same TV shows, but who also had the same orientation or the same identity, same location, whatever it might be, was just really quite profound and exciting that pride, the LGBT plus community, it's so big, so broad, but also includes so many people who really have things in common that they can celebrate together as well. And of course, that kind of finding of groups is not just an LGBT plus thing. And of course, it's very different nowadays with the internet, different ways of finding people, though, of course, the internet also causes all sorts of ways of alienating people or feeling alone as well. But I do think that my identity and my orientation specifically may have contributed to how, as a child, I felt othered by classmates, by family members, by other people. And so for me, now that I have found a real identity within the LGBT plus community, uh, being a part of a group and being around others who have similar interests and similar life experiences and similar priorities has just really profoundly changed me. One sort of anecdote, I guess, about community and togetherness or another one, for about 12 years or so now um, here in London, I've been quite heavily involved in what's known as the equality dance scene. So effectively, that's like ballroom and Latin dancing, like here, Strictly Come Ballroom or in the States, Dancing with the Stars, various other places that have different names, but that kind of dancing. So in pairs, usually ballroom or Latin dancing, but very much not binary opposite sex couples, as they would have been called, but very much a 
range of genders, range of people, anybody dancing with any other human being there they want to dance with and very much mixing and matching people with whom you dance, sometimes leading, sometimes following whatever suits an individual person, but really with a view to having a community, having an opportunity to do something together for a lot of people too. It's quite exciting to have something to do together that's not focused around drinking, that's not focused around sort of bars or other kinds of mingling events, but really a community social event. And it's it's really joyful to be able to participate in that and sort of see the same people, dance with them and so on. Um, for example, there's a traditional Scottish dance called the Gay Gordons. You can imagine people play on that name in various groups. There is a group in London called the Gay Gordons that does Scottish country dancing together in traditional ways and line dancing together to cheesy pop music, which, you know, maybe I was many of us were probably teased for doing when we were younger. But in London, each year in the parade in Pride in London and this Saturday, all being well, we will be doing, we as a group, all line dance down the middle of central London together, everybody wearing a Pride-inspired outfit, but not in sort of matching t-shirts or anything. Everybody is just their fabulous self in whatever way that might be. So one big group, but everybody very much being an individual. But that same sort of community of people, I think, has really had given me a real sense of belonging. Another thing that they do here, which I really love, um, or they were doing before the pandemic, is at the South Bank Centre, which is a really big complex. It was built in the 50s, I think. I'm probably getting my history wrong. Right in the centre of London, um, on around big holidays like New Year's Day, they have a big dance. Again, very traditional, lots of, you know, waltzing and all of that sort of thing in a big open ballroom, open to the public, totally free. And one of the people who usually organises that and DJs it is a very prominent member of the dance community who's also very involved in the equality dance scene. And often sort of after a few hours of all these members of the public gently dancing together and doing whatever else, he will throw on a track, which is also a line dance known as the Rio Cha-Cha, which is sort of a, a very Cha-Cha heavy dancing around line dance. And suddenly so many lesbian, gay, bi, pan, trans and other people and allies all just sort of stream in from all corners of this big building and start getting information and doing this big line dance. And it's kind of this wonderful feeling of a flash mob of sorts, but one that's very much welcoming anybody else who wants to join in, just all getting together and sort of being ourselves very proudly together doing our thing and dancing together and it's just really kind of a goosebump moment I think being a part of that community so I guess in summary to answer sort of what pride means to me and with these couple of examples I guess for me it's really wonderful and precious to be part of something but being able to be part of that while still being me a good friend of mine who at one point was a roommate of mine went to very sort of very serious acting school and if you saw a really good play with him He'd come out of the play afterwards. He was, that was so specific. Like that was the greatest praise of an acting performance you could give. It was so specific. But I kind of like that as praise of what we get to be sort of what pride is, is getting to be just so specific, to be very specific person, but as a part of a whole that really accepts and loves me for that and where I feel a part of something much bigger. Next, we'll hear from Elizabeth, Epic Pride's communications officer. Pride to me is really the ability to be like out and happy and really enjoy myself and be comfortable with myself and be who I want to be wherever I am. It was actually one week ago and four years ago to the date that I first told another person that, hey, 
I am trans. And yeah, uh, even even after doing that, it took me a whole nother two years to really gain the confidence to actually start my transition. And I think I owe a lot of that to other trans people who were like out a lot of YouTube documentary <laughs> makers, some actors on TV. Laverne Cox was really the first trans person that I like was exposed to and had like it under like explained to me like, oh, she's trans. And yeah, um, before that, had never really known any trans people and uh i think it's important to be able to be that for other people i knew from when i was a kid that i was not really comfortable with my body and like sue said before uh i felt othered by other people and in elementary and middle school i honestly didn't know why i was called girly i was called all kinds of names, like all the the slurs that middle schoolers can think of. They really know how to get at your confidence. But yeah, I love to dance. I stopped dancing. I art. I stopped doing that. I really turned into a turtle shell, and that kind of got worse once I started to understand what being trans was, because I felt trapped. I felt oh, it's too late for me to transition. I know that's a big fear with a lot of trans people. So yeah, late transition is fine. Everybody's going to be fine. You will learn to love yourself. And I think Pride Month is a, a good time to show that to other people who, who might not be in a situation where they can they can come out themselves and yeah a, a big part of it was a lot of people seem to think that oh this is only for a select few of people um or oh you have to be like i don't know uh, people told <laughs> people will tell you it's expensive it's 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 difficult to access and um it's it's really not true um yeah, that's that is my story. Pride months over and over. We're really the one month where I could really be myself. Next, we'll hear from Michael, Epic Pride's learning and development officer. Elizabeth, thank you, Sue. Thank you very much for sharing. It's going to be hard to talk both of you guys, you know, to follow up, but I will try. What Pride means to me is it's a lot. Uh, I will keep it short. As the group knows, I can be a talker, um, but I promise to keep it minimal. I think probably one of the most important things is at 47, remembering that little kid that I used to be. The very first time I was, I can remember being called anything negative. I was in the third grade. We had just moved to Charleston, South Carolina. My dad was stationed at the Navy base there. And somebody just uh, starts with an F, ends with a G. I had never really even heard it. And 
again, my dad was in the Navy. So, you know, people are like, oh, you know, you're, you know, sailors mouths, you know, they all talk. My dad would never even say anything like that. So I found myself asking, you know, what is it, you know, and being called girly and, you know, I stuttered, which made it even worse. I went through six years of speech therapy, which sometimes it still creeps up and there's nothing that will make you revert quicker to that little kid than starting to stutter because you're nervous about something. And then like everything comes like flooding back in your family. Pride is all about family. As far as I, as far as I'm concerned, I think Sue said it best, you know, whether it's your actual family or the family you choose, I've chosen well, in my opinion, I've surrounded myself by people who support me and love me. And I came to the realization probably in my mid thirties, if you don't get it, you don't get it. And I get that. And it's okay. You it's, it's not a requirement, but it is a requirement to be in my life to understand it, you know, ask questions. If you don't know, you know, it's, it's, to me, it's just extremely important, you know, all falls under family, understanding, love, unity, you know, not everybody gets along. That's, that's okay. Um, Not everybody, you know, sees things the same way. That's okay. But as long as you have like an open dialogue, that's where pride comes from. If you, if you can teach somebody something or somebody can even teach you something, you know, that's, that's huge. Like I said, I was born in 1974. My earliest memories, I can remember some of the ugly clothes, but more importantly, the, I remember the news and it was never positive when it came to us, regardless of where you fell, you know, which, whichever part of the alphabet mafia you belong to, it was always something negative. It was never anything, it was never anything that was positive or 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 shared like in a good way. It was always like, oh, well, here they go again. This is what they're doing. And it was scary, you know? So in closing, because of pride, every time you walk into my office, you get to see a picture of my husband and I. And even when I started with DTI 12 years ago, I could not have imagined doing that. I would have never had a picture of my husband and I, well, I wasn't married then, but I was, I, I couldn't imagine having my partner and I having a framed photo where anybody could see it at any given time. And no, I mean, it's even inscribed. It's got our names at the bottom of it. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of it. I'm proud of my life. I'm proud of the company we work for. There's a lot to be, to be proud of. And, and I'm proud of all of you for being here. Um, I'm proud that you're at least taking the time to listen Time, if time allows, share your story, get it out there. This is the time. And our final speaker is Nicole, the co-chair for Epic Pride. This year, Pride means, I think, more to me than it's ever meant. Um, To give you a little context, I've always known since the time I could remember that I was gay, but I grew up in a more religious home, um, very religious in high school. It was something that I would often try to pray away. I was so religious that I went to a small religious Christian college where you could be kicked out for being gay um, or transgender. It was a scary, unsafe place. 
And as a result, I didn't come out until I was in my mid-20s. Coming out, I watched tons of YouTube, and it still took tons of YouTube. I did all my research, and it still took me a while to come out. And this year, Pride means more to me than it's ever meant because a year ago, over a year ago, I got married, which is something I never thought I would ever do. Um, I didn't think it was possible. And this year, I have the ability, thanks to all the people that have come before me, to be on my wife's insurance and to have family planning covered to an extent on her insurance. Years ago, we wouldn't have had that ability to be out for my wife to be out at a college and be able to talk about me. And I would not be able to be out at work. And now today I'm on her insurance and we've begun the early processes of family planning so that hopefully we can become parents through one way or another. So this year, pride means so much to me because it is family. It is the reason I can have my wife and we can start our family and I can have this extended family and have the rules that we want to have. We're a little bit unique because we are lesbians, but we are more <laughs> traditional. I am more of a housewife. <laughs> even though I work, and to be able to be out and have those roles and not be judged is just amazing. So I'm so very grateful, and that's, that's my story.